It's an all Rebels episode of the Outer Rim News Podcast this week. Welcome to episode 9 of the Outer Rim News Podcast. I am Ashley Wilbanks, and of course I have with me as always, Austin Gordy. What's up? Hey, you left some paws there. I did. That's awesome. I did. I was just like, I'm I'm going to be respectful this time, and I'll let you announce me, as is proper. (laughs) Okay, maybe I can get some uh, some applauding in there somehow. Oh, you better you better get applause. I better hear yeah. just a mountain like a thunderous applause. I, I better hear that. If not, we're not doing this again. Hmm. Do you actually listen to the podcast after after we get through? I'll, I'll breeze I'll breeze through them, but I I hate the sound of my voice, so I'll check it out and just see how the flow is, and then after that, I will step away from it because if not, then I'll I'll just. I'll just be cringing and eye rolling the whole time. Hmm, really? I just hate. I just this hate is... my voice. I hate it so bad. Well, I do too. But what's wrong with our voices, man? Nothing besides we sound like we came out of the swamp. That's about it. <laughs> these here voices is good, man. I tell you, <laughs> I love me some Star Wars, man. <laughs> yeah, love me some Star Wars, man. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah, but hopefully we don't sound like that all the time. Anyway, <laughs> every now and then I'll hear it. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I said it like that. No, I'm like uh, that too, man. Like I'll go like when I go on business trips to like Boston or somewhere like that. They're mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, they're like, oh man, I love your accent, man. And they're just like they keep <laughs> want me to talk and just say things. I'm just like, man, am I that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Then they go, like, when you leave the room, then they go laugh at you behind your back. Like, oh, and they're just like, that was wicked, <laughs> man. That was wicked. Let's get a beer. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, man. Wicked retarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get him back in here again. Come yeah, on. Man, he's, he's wicked retarded. He's, <laughs> get him to say beer. Uh, and I'm like, oh, you want some beer? Who's got beer in here? <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, that's that's what we have to deal with on a daily basis. I'm sorry. We live in the South. <laughs> well, okay, anyway, today tonight tonight's episode is basically about rebels. We have a few things, you know, news tidbits that we want to cover before we get into that, but the main the main goal tonight is to talk about Rebels season 2. It starts October 14th, which is next week. And um, we just want to talk a little bit about what what we can expect from the season two and what we want to see from season two. But before we get into that, uh, tonight is uh, the beginning of New York Comic Con 2015. And of course, as always, uh, images have started hitting the net of the Hasbro preview event. Now, of course, since it's just preview night, they don't have everything on display, but they do have a couple of cool looking things. And one of those things is a uh, prototype for the six-inch Han Solo figure from The Force Awakens. Did you see this, Austin? Oh yes, man! Uh, it was it was great. Like I was so happy to actually 
you know, get that in my news feed and here I'm just looking at it and taking it in like that's, that would be the main reason I'd go and start buying the, uh, the black series figures. Cause I'm assuming that's what these, this is going to be the six inch black series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, yeah, he looked great. I mean, God, the detail in his face and stuff, man, it was just, it looked really cool. And of course the, the outfit, the suit was just really cool. That's what I, I can't get over is the sculpt, the, the nose. I mean, they captured the nose, his nose. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, um, it was really good. I was but, impressed. Yeah, better than any other Hasbro figure I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping that from you know from prototype to production, they don't lose much of the detail that, right. that you see in that uh, prototype piece. Because right. uh, if that thing is the product, it gets released in production just like that. That is going to be the coolest Han Solo figure ever made. Yeah, even though he's 30 years older. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, also saw an image of like a 12 inch BB eight figure from Hasbro. I didn't know they were putting out 12 inch figures this time. Did you? Well, they did the, um, yeah. Cause they're like the, I guess like the more stiff, like straight figures, I guess, is if, if those are the ones you're uh, referring to, those are the ones that are, yes, yeah, so I guess he's just kind of like part of that line, but I don't really go for those too much. I mean, they're pretty cool. I mean, it's, I guess it's sort of like a nostalgia kind of old school way of doing it. And, you know, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm of course a fan of old school design, you know, so I'm not as obsessed over the points of articulation like other people are on figures, but just the, the yeah. you know, they're just a little too stiff. Like they're just so, it's almost like they're, they're, you know, they're physically like scrunching themselves <laughs> as, as straight a line as possible to fit in the box. So it's just kind of like, I never really cared to buy the figures, but I'm assuming he's just going to be part of that line. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um, Cause I was, I was confused when I read it. I was like, what in the world is, I didn't know they were putting out a 12 inch line, but then now that you say that, yeah, I, remember, I was at uh, dollar general the other day and um, they had the, the complete, I guess, first series of the 12 inch figures. So, uh, and it, it was like a uh, Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, uh, Stormtrooper. And um, Finn, yeah, Finn, oh, and right. yeah, they're they're in a little skinny box. I mean, ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, I mean, and it's not like it's a highly detailed piece either. Right. It's you know, for ten dollars, you're getting a ten dollar toy. Right, um, but at the same time, though, it's just it it's, I, it confuses me that that the Black Series six inch figures are more than the twelve inch figures. Like, I mean, just I feel like it's it just seems like it's more of like there's less product, I guess, less material that they use for those six inches, but yet they're, they're like 18 bucks. Like, I just don't, that's why I like, I'm always hesitant to buy the, the black series figures just because of the, the price tag on them. I know they usually drop in price after a while, but, but yeah. And then I look at that and they sell the, 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 you know, the 12 inch for 10 bucks. And you're just like, wow, you know, you would think that'd be a good deal. I mean, despite the fact that there's not really, that there's no really, no point of articulation other than the, the legs, you know, like the hips and the, and the shoulders. But I don't know. I'm just well, I'm confused over that. Well, I tell you what, if you, if you put one of those six inch figures in your hand and you put the 12 inch in the other hand, you'll see a big difference. That 12 inch figure is made out of nothing. 
Oh, uh, are they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're made out of absolutely nothing. And the details on the six-inch figure, along with, you know, every time they have to put another screw in a knee to make a joint, you know, you're ramping up the price on that. Right. But okay. I, that I, I, I know you said that, um, you know, they, they go down in price, but if you look at the first series of those six-inch Black Series figures, like the R2 and the Darth Maul, even the Luke, the mm-hmm. X-Wing Luke, those things are going for big money now. Yeah, probably so. I mean, especially if I they're mean, not making them 50 anymore. and 60 bucks. How much of the, do you know the price on the uh, the die cast that you get from the Disney store? I, I mm-hmm. never heard the price tag on those. Were they like 20 okay. or 30? 24.95. Okay. I was going to say, 24 that those would be really cool. I would, I would really love to, to own that line. I mean, the die cast metal kind of thing. I mean, I've, and what I've seen, they look really good. Yeah, so actually what I did the other day is I the first one I got was the Darth Maul figure. And um, I um, did a little periscope of me of unboxing that Darth Maul figure. We mm-hmm. ordered it off Disney Store online. It came in. And uh, uh, I'll go back and look for that um, periscope recording if, if I can. But um, it's a really cool figure. It's a majority die cast. There are some plastic pieces. Like the... Right. From the from the wrist to the hand, I mean that whole piece is plastic. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Maybe the head might be plastic. I'm not sure, but I mean, you're talking about something heavy. When you put that Joker in your hand, and it, it's <laughs> it's got heft to it. I mean, it's, yeah, durable. It's, there's a lot of metal in that, and mm-hmm. the one thing that I didn't like was the shoulder joints. That you know they're free to move all around, but if you lift them too high what happens is that shoulder joint goes up underneath the shoulder and scratches up the, the finish, the paint on his arm. Oh, and okay. Pull that arm down, you see the scratch, and I was, I was kind of PO'd about that. But, I, I, but I mean, I, that's par for the course, I guess, with a die-cast figure. But he, Darth Maul looks cool. He looks really cool yeah. on the shelf. And, and like I said, he, and it comes with a base, you know, and, and the and the lightsabers light can saber. be hooked up, right? Can they they you can detach them like to make two blades, or you can put them into the the yeah. single double the double blade, yep. right? That's yep. cool. Double blade lightsaber comes apart, um, <clears throat> and it's really cool. Now I wish after getting that one, I wish that I could track down like Captain Phasma, or oh god, um, yes, yeah, or Ray, or because Ray comes with BB-8, I believe. Yep, the die she does. Yeah, she does. That's that's um, one really cool thing. So I know we have a trip planned for uh, Legoland here in the next couple of months. So I'll be heading to Atlanta, and maybe I can go to the Disney store in there and hopefully have a little extra cash on me, and hopefully they'll have some in stock, but you never cool. know. Try yeah. to grab one. Um, in uh, other news, uh, there's a casting announcement for Star Wars Episode Eight. Now, you're going to have to forgive me about this one because I'm going to butcher this girl's name. I, I know it. Um, her name is Gugu Mabatha Raw. Did I, did, I, did I even come close? I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it was either, I was thinking it's either Juju or Gugu, like Mbatha or Mbatha or Mbatha or something like that. Raw? I. I <laughs> I mean, I hate. So I hate that we are. The only the only thing I know about her was um, she was in this movie. Um, I think it was called Beyond the Lights, and my girlfriend watched mm-hmm. that, and I would check in and out of it. You know, I mean, it had some pretty cool music and stuff in it. 
Um, I know it had Mimi Rogers and Donald Glover. I mean, not Donald. Um, Danny. I think it was either. Wait a minute, who? Oh, Lord, you know the the Danny Glover. Danny Glover, Danny Glover is, is Lethal Weapon, right? I, I think he had a part in it. If I'm not mistaken, I think I remember him being in the movie, maybe. But I know Mimi Rogers was in it. Um, or I mean, it's oh Lord, you know from uh, Goodwill Hunting. What was her name? Yeah, that's a uh, that's a uh, Mimi Driver. Driver, not Rogers. Mimi Driver. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was. I know she was in that movie playing sort of like a. Uh, God, it was I. I couldn't. I didn't know exactly what her character was because I know the the main girl that's going to be in Star Wars. She was the singer, and Mini Driver was kind of like her, I guess, like her manager or like the you know something like that. You know, basically was kind of guiding her from place to place and stuff. And then Danny Glover uh, popped up in it, and yeah, I mean, I just I vaguely remember the movie, but I don't. I mean, I I didn't really follow it too well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. She, I mean, I guess, I guess she's just maybe, maybe due to that movie, and then maybe she's just, maybe she's either had other stuff, or maybe the the audition process went really well, you know, for them to cast her. But I mean, I'm I'm down for it, man, because they've they've been making great casting choices so far in these in these movies. Yeah, well, apparently, <clears throat> according to Collider, which broke the the story that she was cast in Ryan Johnson's uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. Um. It doesn't say who she who she'll be playing, but of course, you know, with the Force, we don't even know much about the Force Awakens yet, so you, they're not even going to speculate on who she's going to be playing. But through the rumor mill and spoiler alert, so we you know what we need? We need like a spoiler alert sound <laughs> yeah. to play. <laughs> Just so, make so, it make it like people. the like a alarm noise from Star Wars or or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We need we need to we need to work on that. But anyway, spoiler alert. So, you know, I don't want to ruin the Force Awakens for you, people. But apparently, if this rumor is true, she was doing screen tests with John Boyega. Hmm. So, okay. Um, or, or you know, I think she was one of a couple of uh, girls that were doing some screen tests with him this past week, and apparently, okay. Gugu, Juju, whatever, won out and. Um, got the part so uh that's according to collider.com they're they're um they have the exclusive uh um reveal of that um i don't think there's any other star wars news per se that we really need to to cover but um so let's roll right into uh star wars rebels so you know what that sounds good man (laughs) <laughs> that sounds good. You you do about twenty twenty seconds of that, and and that'll be our um, new intro for anything Star Wars Rebels that we talk about. Rebels, 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 Rebels. <laughs> or do like a Travis Tread, like Rebels, yeah. You know, something like that. You know what? I'm I'm cutting that out, and that's going to be part. That's going to yep. You, you messed up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you know I'm never gonna listen. To the show. <laughs> I'm never gonna listen you again. Me- oh man, you messed up now, man. You messed up. I, I, I've got it. I'm cutting it out, and that's gonna be our little rebels intro. Oh man, at least um, put some awesome music behind it. That's all I gotta say. Oh no, 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 no music behind it. Just, just you Oof. riffing on some rebels. Yep. Um. Okay, so Star Wars Rebels season two starts up 
October 14th. Well, technically, it started back in July with uh, the um, Siege part. Yeah, the Siege Se of Lothal. Yeah, Siege of Lothal. That is an hour-long special featuring Darth Vader. Um, <clears throat> and that was technically the beginning of uh, Season 2, but... You know, they went into kind of hiatus there between Siege of Lothal and now. Uh, this weekend, people that go to New York Comic Con and go to the Rebels panel will get to see the first two episodes, the new ones, hmm. um, which the first one will, um, uh, you know, debut October 14th, but it's called um, The Lost Commanders. Ah. So... So New York Comic-Con goers will get to see The Lost Commanders and the next episode, which is called Relics of the Old Republic. Hmm. Um, so yeah, they get a cool treat for, for going to the panel, and I'm sure Dave Filoni will be there, and you know they'll all be, oh, look at us, we get to see Star Wars <laughs> Rebels before anybody else. But um, no, nah, that's cool for everybody going to New York Comic-Con and, and uh, getting to see that. But <clears throat> The Lost Commanders features a few characters that we kind of grew to love from the Clone Wars. Um, it, it brings us back to Captain Rex, Commander Wolf, and uh, Gregor, what's his name? Was he a lieutenant or something, Commander? I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. I can't remember. I, I want to say it was like, uh, it was lieutenant or something like that, but I, I can't remember. Hmm. So, um, obviously, Rebel Season 2 introduces, uh, or, bring, or reintroduces uh, a few of the clone troopers that were in the Clone Wars. Um, now, we don't know too much about Rebel Season 2, other than, of course, we, we'll get to see Captain Rex and Ahsoka and, and, a, and uh, a couple other of these clone troopers. Um, but there's big hints that we're going to see what, a lot of us have been, you know, those of us that have been Clone Wars watchers and now Rebels watchers, and now that we found out Ahsoka is a part of Rebels, we're probably going to get to see that showdown between Ahsoka and Darth Vader. I, I really hope so. I mean, the, you know, starting off on the, the first episode of the uh, the Siege of Lothal, that was the basically the connection between them two at the end was really, really cool. And I was just yeah. like, oh, man, because, you know, that that was a big impact, you know, because you know, I'm sure that people that didn't watch Clone Wars wouldn't get it as much, but if you have been, it's just huge. To me, it was a big thing. Like, I was just like, oh, man, I didn't think about that until now. This is this is a big deal, you know, and um, for them to cross paths like that, like, yeah, to see them fight is going to be crazy. So I'm hoping that we do see that this, this season. Like, I hope they don't <laughs> drag it out and then, you, you know, it's going to take a couple of seasons or something because – you know, uh, well, um, at the end of the of the siege of Lothal, there, there's still some debate as to whether Ahsoka knows that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. Right. I mean, if, it's if, it's if vague, you, if, but if, I feel like because you know, I feel like it's yeah, it, it, she probably doesn't quite know. Because either I think if she did, then it could of call you know that could cause problems with the actual timeline or just you know the continuity of the movies. But I'm sure she's gonna. I mean, she's got to find out at some point. I don't know. I mean, my, when I was watching the Siege of Lothal, I 
the way I saw it is she knows it's Anakin. Um, obviously, Vader knows that's Ahsoka's on that ship mm-hmm. because of his comment of, uh, you know, something to do with a, and the apprentice lives or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, he definitely knows it's her, but it's just, yeah. I, I feel like she, that, if she didn't know, man. She would at least, she'll at least, I mean, they're going to, she's got to find out at some point, you know, or put, or at least put the pieces together. Yeah, but my thing is, okay, if if you look at the way her eyes lit up, like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, that's Anakin Skywalker. She knows it's Anakin, but why she doesn't tell uh, Kanan and Ezra, I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't know what she's playing at unless, unless it could be that, you know, everybody knows Anakin Skywalker. He was a big hero during the Clone Wars, and... To find out that a Jedi Knight of that popularity right. was turned again, you know, turned and joined the Empire. I mean, what does it? I mean, how does that affect the overall re- rebellion as it's starting up? I mean, does it? Right. That's that's how the, I, I mean. I would probably think that it would be you know tough to do that and you know kind of announce that to people. Because it would probably break a lot of their spirit, like the morale going, you know, because, you know, we're fighting against one of the most celebrated Jedi Knights from the Clone Wars, you know, and and he's been this bad guy for 20 years or, you know, going on 20 years. And, um, yeah, maybe that's something that they'll kind of explore in the show. Maybe maybe you'll get that that conflict there within her. You know, she you know, should she tell them or what or, or either that or maybe, you know, she. She thinks, but she doesn't want to say until she knows for sure. Maybe she goes looking for evidence and tr- maybe trying to call him out so that she can find out for herself one-on-one. Maybe that'll turn mm-hmm. into something. You never know. But I'll tell you, the um, just the fact that they reintroduced Darth Vader into that first first episode or that first, you know, the TV movie, uh, you know, how did you feel about the, you know, about them bringing Darth Vader into the mix? Well, I think, to me, I don't think he'll be in every episode of season two by, by any means. Right. Um, I think he'll be used le- a lot less than what people are expecting. Mm-hmm. Just because, I, and I think Dave Filoni's even said this in the past, you can't have Darth Vader lose every week because it diminishes his his role, his, you know, his presence, right? He is there, um, because Vader, the Emperor, they're too powerful. And if, if they get defeated, like I said, if they get defeated every week, I mean, why couldn't Luke and Han just defeat them every time they kick right. up to them? And you know, and the New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and whatever. Right. Um, but I, I think like he, he may. I don't think we'll see him again. Till maybe the closer to the end of season two, right? When I mean, this is now for people at home listening. This is me speculating. This is not me knowing anything. And and for all I know, I'm totally off base. But I think that he won't be back until closer to the end of season two, when the Ahsoka arc throughout the whole season two is built up and built up and. And it's it's time for her to meet her fate, 
Right. Not saying she's going to die, but you know, it's time her fate is finally facing off against Anakin again. Yeah, or, or you know, so, something coming from from those two fighting. And right. I don't think I, I think that's the next time we'll see him is uh, is the, the story that leads up to that right that event. Yeah, I mean, I hope we see him. Like you know, well, kind look, of in and out of the the se- this season, I would love to see it. You know, like bits of him, you know, here and there. Like, I mean, my thing was, as I, you know, with that first episode, you know, I was nervous when they announced that they were going to bring Vader into it because I'm just like, you know, what are they going to do with him? Um, mm-hmm. Are they going to still try to push that whole, you know, there's still Anakin Skywalker there, so there's a conflict within himself. You know, some of that, I mean, it's it's cool. It can make up for a cool story, but at the same time, I, you know, I want the bad guy, Darth Vader, you know, because he's he's supposed to be a very scary presence. You know, he's the the force behind the Empire, you know, no pun intended. But um, I thought they handled him really well in that first episode. Like, he was amazing because he was just a force of nature. He was just, you know... I mean, he was scary. I mean, you know, you don't you don't want him coming after you, you know. So he was, you know, of course it, you know, it looked like it freaked out the other guys. You know, they're just like, what in the world, you know? And and just the the interaction with Ezra and Kanan was really cool. But um, I'm interested to see how the the new Inquisitors are going to be and and like how Darth Vader interacts with them or like you know they're, I guess you know what we see him do in the next season. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle all that and tie it into the actual canon. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I'm, I said we probably wouldn't see Darth Vader to the end of the season, but I'm on. I'm gonna take that back a little bit. I think we'll see him a couple of times before then, or maybe mm-hmm. like an episode or two. Right. One, one to to introduce the new Inquisitors, fifth sister and seventh brother, or whatever the the, the new characters are. The one Sarah Michelle Gellar is is doing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. voicing. Um, what was that fifth sister? I think so. I think it was like fifth name. sister. Yeah. Yeah, fifth sister. Um, so I think he'll be there to kind of re- to bring them out of whatever you know, whatever to to face off against the rebel team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did hear that uh, the emperor will be making a couple of uh, episodes at least in oh, season wow. two. So I, I, I'm kind of assuming Vader will be there for that too, because I know Sam Whitworth did the voice of the Emperor in the Siege of Lothal at the end. Is mm-hmm. part of season two. That's so funny so, how they know. got him to do that because they got him to do that in the uh, the Force Unleashed games, and I was surprised with how good he was at doing it. I'm like, Dude, okay. Yes, he, <laughs> he, I mean, he was really good as Emperor. I mean, yeah, um, spot on. He's an all-around cool guy. He's an all-around nice guy too. Like I met him at Dragon Con, super mm-hmm. nice dude. But I, I just l- look at him, and then you would—I would never believe that <laughs> he would—he would play the voice of the Emperor, or that they would even give him a chance. I was like, okay, so he's the—he's the main character in the game, and they just were like, hey, you do a really good Emperor, so we're gonna have you do that again. <laughs> I, I'm just surprised by that. <laughs> well, I also like love that. I also was, I'm Go sorry, ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to say, I love that they brought Lando Calrissian back as well. Like I thought that was, that was really cool to bring him back into the, into the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, although it, it was kind of like a throwaway kind of thing to me. I, I hope he gets a bigger part 
at least for a few episodes in season two, because I know season two was going to be much longer than the, what was it? 13 episodes of season one. Yeah. I think it was like 13 season one. And, um, and that's, that's not counting Spark of Rebellion. That was kind of separate. So you, you can almost say they had 15 episodes because Spark of Rebellion was kind of like a two-parter. I mean, it was a, you know, okay. like the length of like two episodes. And then you have the, the you know, the 13 episodes of, first, of the first season. And then we have so Siege of Lethal, you know, this kind of separate. Yeah, so this is going to be like a full, what is it, 26-episode run? For a season, something like that, yeah, something yeah. like that. And I wonder how how long they'll they'll try to run this series. Like, I wonder if they'll go past the the five season mark. I, I just don't see it, man. I, I mean, I, I hope to be honest with you, I hope they don't. Like, I hope they have a like. I would like for them, and I, and I know this sounds bad, but I mean, it's just all about quality control, in my opinion. I feel like they need to have a clear ending to the series, and they need to do it like within three to four. Like I, you know, I, it sucks that it won't last that long, but I feel like they should do it, wrap it up, have a great, just completed story and then move on to another series. And I think, you know, with Dave Filoni doing it, um, I believe that he probably already has that clear ending in his head Mm -hmm. and, and, and they probably have an idea and a plan to end this thing probably in in the short term, not the long term. Right. I, I would say that, you know, maybe another season after this season of Rebels. And then it probably ends and it goes into something different. I, I mean, I'm, like I said, again, I don't know. I'm just speculating. Right. Um, just because you're all, how many years is this prior to A New Hope? It was like, what, um, four to, I mean, like three to five, I think, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, I just don't see it going long term, um, because once you get to that New Hope time frame, I, I, right? I, I don't Basically, know it's it. yeah, it looks like it's set five years before. So yeah, you've got you've got five years. So I don't know if they're gonna if they're aiming to do five seasons. Uh, I really don't know. Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. I guess only time will tell. But um, I I hope it doesn't just linger on and linger on and outlive its usefulness. Right. You know, and right. It becomes one of those series where like, well, the first two, three seasons were great, but this, these are not, ugh. but like, again, with Dave Filoni, who's like George Lucas's protege, um, I think that we're in good hands and he's going to take care of the, the rebel right. universe. And, and right. And I feel like, I, right, exactly. And, and plus I feel like the Clone Wars actually got better as time went on. Like it, it, to me, it, really started hitting its stride like in the third season. Um, yeah. And of course, I mean, they didn't get to wind, you know, they didn't get to wrap it up the way they wanted. You know, some of the ideas were pretty great, but um, I feel like Rebels is just, to me, is just such a stronger show than the Clone Wars. Like it just, I don't know. And, and like the one thing I love how the, the first season, you know, as far as I can tell, it's all, you know, it's all chronological. I don't have to worry about going back later and, and you know, picking out the, you know how the, with the Clone Wars it was weird. They almost they they aired them out of sequence. Yeah, here and there, and I thought that was always kind of weird. So I, I dig how Rebels is, but plus I just feel like Rebels packed such a punch punch in its first season. It's so short. To me, it was it was so good. It was so good, and then we're off to a good start with this new season. So I'm excited to see where we go go with it. I mean, I'm I'm I can't wait to see the new Inquisitors. 
Um, can't wait to see Sarah Michelle Gellar's character, you know, uh, fifth sister. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what she does, you know. Um, I, I would love to maybe so, see see some more, like, original trilogy characters make appearances. You know, like we had Lando. Um, I, I even liked how they, they added in Rex, you know, the, the droid from Star Tours into the, like, the first official episode in uh, Droids of Distress in season one. Yeah. I thought that was a great touch, you know. And uh, we had, of course, 3PO and R2. So I'm trying to think of any other, I mean, I, I would love to see some more characters, maybe even some more obscure characters, like maybe we see Wedge. Maybe we'll, we'll get to see how Wedge came into the Alliance through Fulcrum. Um, or, uh, I don't know, you know, see Nia Num, how he, um, you know, just kind of see him in action. I would just, I would love to see stuff like that. Maybe they have something for yeah. that in the, the series. Yeah, and I, and I, I think I hopefully they'll take advantage of that. Um, I know that there is uh, there was some news the other day that Dave, where Dave Filoni was talking about a, a surprise character coming into Rebels that will make a big splash in the series, for better or for worse. Um, and, and he kind of hinted that it was going to be a, a, a movie character coming into the. <laughs> you don't think he's going to throw Jar Jar in there, do you? No, nah, to me, I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with who who from the Clone Wars did we not get to finish telling their story? Which character we did, you know didn't get their arc finished? Hmm. And you have you have a side of interest, but of course, according to official canon in the book Dark Disciples. Spoiler alert. Is it safe to spoil that book now or is that no? I mean it's yeah, we can we can definitely we've I think we've already spoiled it. We did? Yeah I think we yeah, did. Yeah we, so. we re- reviewed it didn't we? Right, we reviewed it yeah, so I'm so, sure we can we can spoil it. Yeah, so spoiler alert, you know, Asajj Ventress dies in that book. So she's not gonna be one of the characters coming back unless there's some kind of you know crazy uh Night Sister magic that brings her back. I don't know. Right, but then, but, but then um, again, maybe Darth Maul. <laughs> and and that's the one I'm thinking. Uh, I've kind of got my eye on Darth Maul. I think he makes his presence felt in Star Wars Rebels. This yeah, year. I love how I love how that like the, in that episode, like how Daddy just came in there and just just whooped some tail, just <laughs> cleaned yeah. up house. You know, he was just like, you know what, this is going on for too long. I'm going to keep my pimp hand strong. And he just, <laughs> he just came in there and whooped him up. And then it's just, but then they left it open. So yeah, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll finish and wrap that up in rebels. Now, um, Savage oppressed. Did he die? In that well, I remember, didn't he die in that? I think he, I think he died in that episode. Did, I can, I can double Palpatine, check. It's been, it's been Palpatine a little bit. Kill him? I, I think so. Like I, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I saw that episode. Um, I could tell you in just a second here because that's a good question. Uh, you know, it'd be cool as if we had like a Twitter thing where people just live tweeted us, so they could at least just yell obscenities at us and like he he's alive, you <laughs> you dumbass, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know stuff you like moron. that. <laughs> you idiot, you moron. But look, you know Dude, my memory no is, is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's harder for me to to hold on to. To information in my head. I mean, I, I remember everything up to a point. I just, 
it's like a glass that's just kind of been filled up to its, you know, to its bed. I think, yeah, it looks like, uh, yeah, because that's right, Sidious killed him. Yeah, I, I thought I remembered uh, in that fight he finally, like, stabbed him, you know, and killed him, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so Savage Apprentice is out of the question. He's, yeah, he's, he's out of the question, but he took so, Darth I mean, Maul. It, I remember him taking him course. and just, you know, yeah. on that, he just kind of had, he had plans for him, but he, you know, they stopped it at that. They never brought him back. Now, of course, Cad Bane yeah. could be somebody that comes back. Right. Because um, we, I mean, not that he had like an important art to tell, you know, to like, to the Star Wars story as a whole, but he was uh, one of the better characters that was, that you know, introduced to the um, the Clone Wars. Um, certainly one of my favorite characters. Uh, and and I'm hoping that he makes an appearance in Rebels Season 2 this year. What about Quinlan Voss? I wonder if he'll come back. Who? Quinlan Voss? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, he was in one episode. And he and was supposed to be, know... of course, he was in the book, you know. So I would, I would like for them to bring him back because he was always a character that, uh, you know, he was always a, a character like I hoped that they would bring back more because, you know, there was always that rumor that they were going to do the live action show and bring him into it. Um, kind yeah. of like have him along with like Boba Fett. And, you know, I, I mean, I would, I'd love to see his character come back and kind of bring more, you know, bring more into it there. Yeah. And, and you know, since he, um, since he wasn't in the, we didn't get to see him die in the film. And since he wasn't a major player in any of the films, he was just, you know, background character in the Phantom Menace. Um, maybe that does open up the possibility of bringing him into Star Wars Rebels as a, a second Jedi that survived Order 66. Right. Because, I mean, um, all they say was that, you know, the last thing, you know, of course, after, the, you know, he survives the book, you know, where Asajj dies. He goes, he goes on basically to, you know, to, to help the Republic and, and, you know, he keeps fighting in the Clone Wars. And the last thing they announced was like, of course, you know, Obi-Wan talking about him being at, uh, Boss Pity in, uh, episode three, but you never know that, that if he gets killed out there or not during order 66, it would be so cool to see that he survived that. And then they, you know, they bring him in to help out in, in rebels at some point. I think that would be really cool. Like maybe yeah. he meets up with with uh, uh, you know with Ahsoka and you know they kind of do their thing. Yeah, but but you you you're walking a tight line a tight rope there with with the with the Jedi. To me, it takes away some of the importance of Order sixty six when you know you start getting Jedi finding Jedi that survived here and there. Right. I mean, and I, and I'm the number, usually I'm the number one person that would, that would say that I I definitely agree, but I'm just saying in his case, he was, you know, he was always that unique Jedi where he kind of balanced, you know, on the, you know, on that dark side line. And they even, mm-hmm. of course, they express that wholeheartedly in the book. So I'm thinking if anything, they could bring him back in and have him maybe sacrifice himself for the rebels, you know, kind of give him an end. Because we never we never get an end from him. We just know that he goes on to do this, but we never hear that he died. So I don't know. That's why I was thinking if anybody from like 
Falani's, you know, series, you know, the, you know, of course I'd love for Darth Maul to, I mean, Darth Maul to, to come back. And I'm sure that's probably who he was referring to and making the big splash, but I'd also like to see maybe them wrap up Quinlan's, uh, arc you know maybe bring him in if they have to kill him off or at least just kind of explain away what he you know what he's doing or where you know where he's going or where he's gone you know something like that that would be really cool yeah yeah um and and you know with 26 episodes they got a lot to feel and i'm sure that they're going to be bringing back you know they'll have some big surprises for us and, and a lot of fan you know uh a lot of um, head shakes to fans there with um, the people that they're going to bring back. But um, again, I'm just on the fence about bringing back more Jedi, even though Quinlan Vaughn, I mean, Quinlan Voss would be a, a good choice to, to bring back. Um, as far as uh, some of these upcoming episodes, like the Lost Commanders that, that feature Captain Rex, um, were you a, are you a bit surprised that Twenty years later, Captain Rex and Wolf and all them look the same. I mean, they look older, but why aren't they like wrinkly, but shriveled up dudes? Yeah, that's right? a good question because I mean, they. I don't. I can't speak for their their aging process either because you know them being clones and they've been fast tracked. After that, I don't know if messing with their aging process did anything. But I mean, they do look older. I mean, they look. They look basically like how, um, because I'm trying to think, because they would, they, you know, they would be, they would be about the same age as um, as Django, I guess, at, at, during the Clone Wars. I mean, because they would, they all pretty much look like Django. Um, yeah, but you know, I, on Camino, I mean, they're they had the accel- accelerated growth. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, I don't know how that affects after that. Like, like I mean, I guess if if it accelerates to a certain point and then goes back to normal aging at a certain point, like after they grow them to a certain age, then they just age gracefully or, or normally after that. Or if it's still kind of messed up a little bit, like they age slower after that. Like once they get into, I really don't know. I mean, I, you know, I know that Rex looked, I mean, he was burly and older and fat and a big old beard and everything. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's sometimes with, with timing and, and aging in Star Wars, it's it's so it's so weird because there's so many holes. I feel like they dig in terms of like you know, especially with the age gap or the time gap between three and four, and you just had that short amount of time to make Obi Wan into an elderly old man. It's it's tough. Um, yeah, but, but of yeah, course, um, all that's explained away because of uh, Tatooine, the hard life on Tatooine. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so. So that's explained away. So yeah, be, with the explanation for the clone clones being there, you know how you know their age or how they look, I really couldn't tell you. Hmm. Yeah, and maybe it has something to do, you know, in in what was it, the last season of the Clone Wars where the like Captain Rex and maybe it was Wolf and uh, Gregor found out that found out about the Order sixty six plan, you know, with the chip implanted in. And the, mm-hmm. and the uh, clones' heads, and I, didn't they take theirs out or or get them removed somehow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, I don't know. Maybe something the chip was aging them. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out in in one of these episodes as well. Um, 
you would think somebody would ask uh, Dave that in, in like a Q&A if he's ever doing one at like a, you know, like a Comic-Con or something like that. I would, that would be something I would throw out. Just say, hey, you know, can I get your feedback on that? You know, instead of like, like, oh, have you ever met Chewbacca? <laughs> you know, stuff like that, you know. Well, I'm sure it's after this episode airs and people realize, hey, these are the same guys from the Clone Wars. Some of those questions might start coming out. And, right. and I'm sure that if those questions were asked prior to the Lost Commanders coming out, mm-hmm. Dave Filoni might be like, hey, you know, I don't want to talk about that right now, guys. You know, it might... spoiler alert. Kind of <laughs> right. Thing. right. Uh, um, so maybe, but maybe somebody will, will ask him and, and uh, we'll find that info out. Um, so is there anything else you want to see from uh, Rebel Season 2 or looking forward to seeing? Um, let's see. I mean, they're doing a great job of it so far, so I just say keep it up, bring in more you know, more space battles. Um, you know, you are the space battle guy. Stuff. You love some space I, battles. I love, man, because, I mean, it's Star Wars, and if we're, if we're not having the battle in the stars or the war in the stars, you know, it's like what – what are we, you know, what are we doing? Yeah, and that's that's yeah. something that I feel like sometimes may get a little overlooked with uh, with Star Wars, you know. But you know, it's it's easy to get lost with with you know creating major stories. But yeah, I do want to see more space battles. But like I said, they they're doing great in in Rebels. They've had plenty of space battles, and they've you know they've had them on a lot in the first season. We started off the new season with it, and it, it was great. So uh, you know, I just say keep up keep up the good work with that. Um, you know, they, they've handled the Jedi stuff really well with rebels. So I'm sure they'll, they'll continue down that road. Um, yeah, just hopefully we'll, you know, I'd like to see more, more original trilogy people, I guess, or at least like maybe, maybe even, you know, bring to light some of the the lesser known or like the, the ones that didn't have, like I said, like Nian Num would be awesome. I'd love to have him in an episode. Um, maybe see Admiral Akbar at some point or um, I'm just trying to think of anybody else that's small time. Cause maybe, maybe even like they'll get some orders from general Riken or something like that. You know, Crick's Maydeen, yeah. maybe bring Crick's Maydeen somehow into it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hold on, I'm doing my half. <laughs> yeah, that guy's hair is a trip, man. A I, trip. I bet he has a comb in his pocket. Like, God, he, I just, I just see him whipping it out and just, <laughs> yeah. just doing like a, like a, like a command stance, like, you know, boot shiny, and he whips out a comb. He's like, <laughs> oh gosh, I got it. He's got the best hair in Star Wars. Um, so for me, I guess what I want to see is the biggest thing. I want, I mean, I want to see good stories continue to be told, and I want to I want to continue uh, the stories being told. For yeah, I mean, yes, I enjoy them, but it, Star Wars Rebels is for the kids, and I'm and I'm I'm not. I'm just as happy as that for that as I can be because right. Even my little girls, they like watching Star Wars Rebels. So. Yeah. Well, see, I like That's how really cool. I like how with another thing with Rebels that Clone Wars was doing it first, and they started to shy away from. I'm glad that mm. in Rebels you get um, they don't they don't dumb it down for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like there's death and stuff mm-hmm. in the shows. I mean, stormtroopers, everybody's yeah. getting cut down like crazy. But you don't have too many of the like in the in the Clone Wars they were using the battle droids, I guess, as as you know, cooing. I call them cooing noises for kids, like 
bring in the cutesy factor where it's like, Roger, Roger, ah, where's his head? Oh, no, ah, you know, I hated that. But in Rebels, you you know, you have your humor in there, and the kids can laugh, and you have all that stuff. But it's, you know, the adult content's pretty adult, too, but it's just, I like how it's universal. Like, I love how adults and kids alike can enjoy it. I mean, because, you know, and there's nothing, you're not like, oh, it's it's good, but you could tell it's for the kids. Like, you, I don't say that at all. Like, it, you can, it's just an all-around great show. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's a really good show. Um, and and like I said, my little girls, they watch it. They like it. And so I, I can't complain about any of that. Um, but my biggest, the, the thing I want to see the most out of season two is maybe a look at, the, at how the Rebel Alliance formed. I want to see Mon Mothma. Uh, I want yep. to see Admiral Akbar. I want to see... Uh, Bail Organa. I want to see how, what transpired. How, what was the the um, the tipping point that made them come together and say, "This is what we have to do." Right. Yeah, this definitely. Is us um, creating the Rebel Alliance. Oh, and here's our logo. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Definitely. Yeah. Which. Which. Hopefully, I think we'll probably get to see that soon. I mean, they already brought in Bell once, so that was really cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I would love to see them kind of touch base with him again. And, um, yeah, maybe get to see some of the other people from the Rebellion, like, you know, you know General, or I guess it was General Dodonna, you know, Jan Dodonna. Um, yeah. You know, Crix Maydeen. Did I say Crix Maydeen? I, I really want to see some Crix Maydeen in there. <laughs> 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 just but yeah i would i it's going to be cool if they if they really bring in more of the rebellion you know you get to see more of that getting started yeah i want to see, see the origins and some stuff yeah, too, man. just just the origins of the hair you know <laughs> I, I want to see like creeks maybe get into some fights and stuff I, I, he's probably like the best the best hand-to-hand -hand combatant the, the rebel alliance has <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, <laughs> and speaking of him, you know, like, because I think he came from Corellian Intelligence, you know, like, it'd be cool to actually see some of that in the in the show. Like, you get some some stuff like, you know, the the Corellian Secret Intelligence or like the, maybe some of the smugglers that hail from Corellia, like Han and all them. So maybe that would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. I bet, I bet he's uh, pretty good with that baton he has. <laughs> <laughs> It's got like a little secret comb in there. <laughs> I mean, what's Where did they come up with the button? Okay, General Nadine, he needs a baton. You just see, you see Leia like <laughs> lean over and whisper to Mom Mothma, he is absolutely fabulous. <laughs> yeah. He just, he Z snaps before he leaves the room. <laughs> oh, gosh. He came from high fashion to join the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> you see him in his face, like in Return of the Jedi. He's like, he's cringing at the lack of style in the room. He's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh My gosh, God. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> he's going to release his new look at the next meeting. Blue Steel. <laughs> like Grix <like> Maydeen. <laughs> God. Oh. If I have a kid, if I have a boy, ever have a boy, I'm going to name him Crix. Crix. Crix Maydine. <laughs> God. All right, well. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while.
I think we're about wrapped up with our um, Rebel coverage for the night. We've creaked out on this one. Yeah. I wonder if his um, name's short for like Crickstopher or something. Crickstopher. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Cricks. Cricks and Crickstopher is too, it's too long. <laughs> call me Cricks for short. <laughs> they call me the they call me the Crickster at the Imperial <laughs> College. That Imperial College. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Crickster went to Imperial College. <laughs> studied oh. hairdressing and studied fashion. Oh, he's Crickster from the Imperial College. God, oh, we gosh. find out he defected, like after Return of the Jedi, he defected back to the Empire, <laughs> to the First Order, and that's why we get the, the new design stormtroopers. He's like, hello, that's so, <laughs> that's so ten years ago. We need to, we need to, we need to pick it up. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> we need to get a mop, it because it is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, well, I think that pretty much wrapped it up. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I just want to um, encourage everybody: if you like what we do here, if you like what we do, go to iTunes, hit subscribe, and maybe even leave us a review. It could be good, it could be bad. Just you know, leave us a review. It'll be It'll be a good help for us to to um, help us learn what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. But um, if you do, that that'd be awesome. Leaving us a review, you can uh, find us on Twitter at outerrimviews.com, and of course we're on the Facebooks. We have the Facebooks page, facebook.com/slash outerrimviews, and uh, check out our website. We got a, you know, we we try to keep the the latest news on there every day so you can uh, have a little break to, to visit the site and get your latest Star Wars fix that's great but um, like I said subscribe to us on iTunes um, so I think that's it for the week um, so for me uh, may the force be with you peace and love peace and love thanks so much for listening to our show this week if you want to follow us online, you can do so by visiting us on the web at www.outerrimnews.com. We're on Twitter at Outer Rim News, and we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outer Rim News. If you want to leave a review or subscribe to us on iTunes, we would love to see that. And finally, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. The fantastic Star Wars rock music used for the show is courtesy of Husky by the Geek. You can find him on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. Star Wars, names, and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. <laughs>